Blog Talk Radio. Eastern Airlines will be taking off for New York with Eastern's Transcon four times a day. Only Eastern reserves every single seat in cabin two just for discount travelers. For a very low $149 each way on a round trip, you can fly clear across the USA. Just reserve and buy your ticket at least seven days in advance and stay a Friday night. You'll get full coach service and something more. New York. Eastern's Transcon. Soon after, 
Cole started playing the organ and singing in the choir of his father's church. During his teen years, Nat King Cole began taking formal lessons in music. He polished his music sense by learning different genres of music like jazz, gospel, and Western classical music. At the age of 15, Cole dropped out of school and pursued a full-time career in music. He started out as a jazz pianist. In the year 1936, he took the name Nat Cole and left Chicago for, to form his own band, Rogues and Rhythm. His elder brother, Eddie, a bassist, joined the forces with Cole Roop, and they made their first professional recording. Nat King Cole and his brother were signed up to perform with all black with the all-black Broadway musical review, Shuffle Along. Though Eddie stayed back, Cole joined the troupe as a pianist on their national tour. After completing the tour, Cole started working on his music, and subsequently in 1937, he collaborated with guitarist Oscar Moore and bassist Wesley Prince to form the legendary music group, the King Cole Trio. The group members were masters in swing music and hence were also known as King Cole and his Swingsters. The music group performed in local bars and toured extensively. In the late 1940s, the King Cole Trio signed a contract with Decca Records. Their very first achievement came in the year 1943 with the release of Cole's composition, That Ain't Right. The song penned by Cole, instantly became a a chart buster. In the same year, their contract with Decca Records came to an end. Neil, can you find this oldie uh, by Nat King Cole, That Ain't Right? What is the matter with you? (laughs) Baby, baby, what is the matter with you? You've got the world in a jug, and you don't have a thing to do. I always told you, baby, you'd be the death of me. Cause when I'm always with you, I get the third degree. That ain't right. Baby, that ain't right at all. Taking all my money. Going out having yourself a ball I took you to a nightclub And bought you pink champagne You rode home in a taxi And I caught the subway train That ain't right Baby, that ain't right at all 
making all my money Going out having yourself a ball That everything was on the square The buzzer tried to throw the monkey off his back The monkey grabbed his neck and said Now listen, Jack Straighten up and fly right Straighten up and fly right Straighten up and fly right Cool down, Papa, don't you blow your top Ain't no use in diving What's the use of jiving? Straighten up and fly right Cool down, Papa, don't you blow your top. The buzzer told the monkey, you were choking me. Release your hold and I will set you free. The monkey looked the buzzer right dead in the eye and said, your story so touching, but it sounds just like a lie. Straighten up and fly right. 
Straighten up and stay right. Straighten up and fly right. Cool down, Papa, don't you blow your top.
lovely, lovely work of A lover, Mona Lisa. Or is this your way to hide a broken heart? Many dreams have been brought to your doorstep. They just lie there and they die there. Are you warm? Are you? Lovely work of art, Mona Lisa, Mona Lisa. The song almost, the song almost makes. The picture pretty. Yeah, it, it sure does. I, I've uh, seen the picture. Yeah, you know, you can yeah. picture that. You can just uh, picture the photo or uh, the painting that's on the wall that you, uh, someone's looking at while he's talking. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's, just, it's so beautiful. Beautiful it's song. Beautiful. That's one yeah, of it's smooth. best. Yeah. Well, listen, here are some facts that you didn't know, maybe. In 1963, Nat King Cole was awarded the prestigious Golden Globe Special Award. In 1990, Cole was awarded the Grammy Award, the Lifetime Achievement Award. He was inducted into the Alabama Music Hall of Fame, Alabama Jazz Hall of Fame, Jazz Hall of Fame, and the Hit Parade Hall of Fame. His legacy stays on a stamp a postage stamp that was issued in 1994. I think I remember that. His contributions in the field of music are considered as a significant influence on rock and roll, and hence, in 2000, he was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. His daughter, Natalie Cole, recorded a song with her father after his death, and it was perfectly executed. Mr. Producer, you spin Nat King Cole and Natalie King Cole performing Unforgettable. This is one of his greatest. And I just think it's a beautiful song. So it's seamless. I mean, it is just, uh, you you would think the two of them were performing uh, on one stage. Beautiful song. Here we go. You can't hear it enough. I 
that's what you are Unforgettable Though near or far Like a song of love That clings to me How the thought of you does things to me Never before Has someone been born Unforgettable In every And forevermore And forevermore That's how you'll stay That's how you'll stay That's why, darling It's incredible That someone so unforgettable Thinks that I am Unforgettable too How long ago was that, Mike? Oh, I would guess about uh, maybe 10 years or so ago. Maybe, 10 years uh, ago, yeah. I think she was only yeah. in her 60s. Wow. Boy, I tell sure. you, that was a beautiful work uh, that they did. I mean, putting it they together. Did. It was amazing how they were able to uh, plant her in that record that I know, did yeah. quite a while ago. I mean, it isn't like they actually sat there and did it together. No. That yeah. was implanted in long afterwards. Uh, I mean, that's fabulous. Yeah. Just Don, what do you got? 
Okay, well, moving right along, Nat King Cole took his first marital vow at the age of uh, the tender age of 17. He met Natalie uh, Nadine Robinson, a dancer, while touring with Shuffle Along, and married soon after. The marriage lasted for 11 years, and they got divorced in 1948. Just six days after the divorce from his first wife, Cole married singer Maria Hawkins Ellington on March 28th in Harlem's Ascension Baptist Church. The couple had three biological daughters, Viz, Natalie, Casey, and Timelon, and adopted two kids named Nat, King, Nat Kelly Cole and daughter named Carol. A solid phase came in their relationship when Cole started having an extramarital affair with 19-year-old Swedish dancer and actress Gunilla Hutton. However, Maria stayed with Cole until his last breath, taking care of him even during his days of illness. And now it's time for one more song by Natalie, uh, by Nat King Cole. Mr. Producer, let's listen in. Pretend you're happy when you're blue It isn't very hard to do And you'll find happiness without an end Whenever you Remember anyone can dream And nothing's bad as it may seem The little things you haven't got Could be a lot if you pretend You'll find a love you can share Just close your eyes, she'll be there You'll never be alone And if you sing this melody You'll be pretending just like me The world is mine, it can be yours, my friend so why don't you pretend?
I wonder if that was uh, yeah. Lionel Hampton playing the xylophone. <laughs> it was a very good combination. Yeah. Well, Nat King Cole was a chain smoker. By the fall of 1964, he started experiencing severe back pain and rapidly lost a substantial amount of weight. The visit to the doctor revealed that a malignant tumor on his left lung Diagnosed with lung cancer, doctors declared that Cole had only a few months to live. In spite of the battling with terminal illness, Cole kept uh, doing stage shows and recordings against the wishes of his doctor. Cole's condition was gradually worsening, and his left lung was removed on January 25, 1965. The day after Valentine's Day, on the 15th of February, 1965, the 45-year-old Velvet Voice pop star breathed his last breath. Cole's last album, called Love, that was recorded just a few days before his hospitalization, was released after his death. The album garnered many accolades and became one of the major hits of Nat King Cole. He recorded beautiful Christmas music. Mr. Producer, do you have one of your favorites? Well, I got one of mine, and I think uh, Mike. Mike, you like this one, too, don't you? Chestnuts roasting on an open fire? <laughs> Let's do it. Here we go. <laughs> Chestnuts roasting on an open fire Jack Frost nipping at your nose Yuletide carols being sung by a choir And folks dressed up like Eskimos Everybody knows a turkey and some mistletoe Help to make the season bright Tiny tots with their eyes all aglow Will find it hard to sleep tonight They know that Santa's on his way He's loaded lots of toys and goodies on his sleigh And every mother's child is gonna spy To see if reindeer really know how to fly And so I'm offering this simple phrase To kids from one to ninety-two Although it's been said Many times, many ways Merry Christmas
So I'm offering the simple phrase To kids from one to ninety-two Although it's been said Many times, many ways Merry Christmas to You know, uh, uh, you live up there, Mike, but uh, when, and I talked to George about it too, and I don't guess the two of you and any pilots for that matter, spend as much time uh, time downtown Manhattan as those laying over on crew layovers on trips. And to smell those chestnuts on the corners uh, it, it's just uh, it was just outstanding to uh, be up in that area in the winter time, especially around Christmas. It yeah, was exactly it's fireplace it's, and it's, fireplace and this type of yeah, music yeah. on the recorder and uh, yeah. just sit back and listen and enjoy it. I yeah. used to think that they, they smelled a lot better than they tasted. <laughs> well, I agree, but my father used to have them all the time. Mike, you don't yeah. eat the show. <laughs> well, is that what I was doing wrong? Yeah, that's that's what you were doing wrong. It's like the other guy said, you want the crutchy ones? ones? But my father used to just crack them open after they were roasted, and yeah. I, I never cared for the taste of them, but a couple of them just loved it. So okay. yeah. Yeah, well, that's become the I traditional looked, Christmas song. I looked up Natalie Cole. I think she died in uh, 2015. It was mm, recently, wow. within the last five years. Yep. Yeah. Yep. yeah. I think yeah. I remember hearing that. Uh, that was another sad thing. But, boy, she working with uh, her father. Uh, well, she didn't actually work with him, but with the recording must have been some memory that she had. I thought she had yeah. done two recordings like that, and uh, I, could, I couldn't find the other recording, the name, but I, I had always thought that there were two of them done. Mm. Yeah, but, two golden voices. Yeah. Yep. They were both winners. <clears throat> and Neil, yeah. what have you got for us today from the uh, Eastern Files? Well, Don, you know, listening to music like we have had the past few shows, uh, I love spending my Thursday afternoons doing this show. I really do. And uh, I feel like I can do them until I take my last breath because uh, it's uh, it's just good music. And we were very fortunate that uh, even though we're not so fortunate to be old now, but uh, we were fortunate growing up in the time of music like that we're listening to now. Yeah, it's just, that's so right. It, there's it's nothing just, like it now. There really isn't. Everything is no. a bebop, and it wasn't the same as yeah, back during yeah. those Eastern days. Well, you know, I looked uh, back up in uh, the news wings. I really favor that because it's the root of Eastern Airlines, the very root began with Pitcairn Aviation 
Harold Pitcairn, founder, up in the Pennsylvania area. And, um, <clears throat> of course, the News Wing was the newsletter for the employees of Pitcairn Aviation for about three years until it sold to Eastern Air Transport and that group. And so I look back, February of 1928, and I found this very interesting story about a very uh, colorful and remarkable pilot uh, by the name of Captain. He, they didn't call them captains back in those days. They just called them pilots, Pilot Johnny uh, Keitel. And Johnny had two experiences, and this is the first experience uh, you're going to hear. And I had not heard this story before, but I hope you enjoy it. And um, this is a story by, uh, it wasn't by Johnny Keitel, but the editor of the News Wing. I hope you enjoy it. Whoops. I hit the wrong button, although I could hear that again. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, I've got it here somewhere. I thought I had it here somewhere. And uh, I'll find it. Here it is. Let's do it again. Here we go. On the night of August 15th and 16th, pilot Johnny Keitel of the airmail service had a miraculously fortunate escape from a severe mishap. He was nearing Spartanburg on his regular mail trip from Atlanta when he was suddenly overtaken by a terrific storm which blew him so far off his course that he flew into Rocky Mountain near Old Fort, North Carolina, about 35 miles northwest of Spartanburg. At an altitude of about 3,200 feet above sea level, which allowed ample clearance of any mountains on or near the airmail route, Pilot Keitel was flying absolutely blind in a torrential downpour of rain. Without the least warning, his plane sheared the tops off tr several trees and buried its nose in the steep side of a mountain. Keitel received no serious injuries, escaping with concussions of the jaw and right hand, and of course, being severely bruised and shaken. When he had recovered somewhat from the terrific shock, for he was flying at a speed of 110 miles per hour, when he hit, Keitel groped for and found his flashlight and climbed out over the nose of the plane to the precipitous mountainside. Slowly working his way down the mountain, through the thick underbrush, over bluffs, and through boulder-strewn ravines, he came to a natural stream which the heavy rains had swollen far above its normal course. Following this stream for over three hours, Keitel finally reached a small clearing with an abandoned shack at one side. Seeking shelter from the fury of the storm, he entered the shack only to find it already occupied by a rattlesnake in the far corner. After disposing of this unwelcome companion, Keitel remained in the deserted cabin until day dawned. Then, when the worst of the storm abated, he continued to work his way down the side of a mountain, following the swollen stream until he came to a mountaineer's cabin on the far side. 
unable, unable either to swim or ford the swollen current tor uh, torrent, Keitel tried to shout to the occupants of the dwelling, but so loud was the roar of rushing waters that he could not make himself heard. Finally, establishing communications by tying knots to rocks and throwing them across the stream, he was told that all the bridges by which the county road crossed and recrossed the stream were washed out, and that he would have to work his way through the woods for nine long miles to Old Fort, the nearest town. That Keitel was able to do, this was incredible to the natives who had lived all their lives in these mountains. To do it under normal circumstances with good weather and a hearty meal would have been a credible feat of mountaineering, but to have done it in his injured and shaken condition without food and during and after a terrible storm is most test is, is mere testimony to the pluck and perseverance of Pilot Keitel. He finally reached Old Fort, 11 miles from where he left his plane, 17 hours after the crash. Keitel immediately telegraphed Pitcairn headquarters, and the good news of his safety was flashed to papers in cities on the Atlanta-New York mail route. To the great relief of the company and of the thousands who have come to have a warm and friendly interest in the welfare of Pitcairn airmail planes. That's the story. Uh, interesting story. Yeah, interesting. Very yeah. interesting story. He also uh, ran into Stone Mountain, and uh, that's another story. Uh, fog had set in again, and he was at the altitude that he would, he actually landed at the very top of Stone Mountain and walked off that mountain, and that's another story. Boy, let's talk about a He's got a few extra, <laughs> like a cat with nine with nine lives. Yeah. <laughs> how many mountain li How many mountain landings did you have? <laughs> None. <laughs> None. <laughs> Most everybody else does has only one, but they don't live to tell about it. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Well, very interesting show today. Very interesting because there's a lot of things that we didn't know about him that yeah. this is the only way you kind of learn. Yeah. I mean, you yeah. hear bits and pieces over the years, but nothing that's put together so that you can really understand the life that he had and how he yeah. came along to where he was this famous. Yeah. He uh, unfortunately died in his airplane. It was a sports airplane, and he used to compete in races, air races. And uh, unfortunately, while he was working with uh, Eastern, still flying the mail, he uh, he had an accident at an air show, I believe it was, and uh, a very interesting pilot of Eastern Airlines. He was about the seniority of Dick Merrill and Gene Brown. I think he was in that first class. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, with Pitt Karen that uh, carried over to Eastern Air Transport. 
Don, what else? What else do you have? Well, it's been a good show. Uh, Dorothy? Yes. What have you got coming up Monday night for the uh, EAL radio show? Oh, we have a good one coming up Monday night for sure. We have uh, our um, uh, 15 behind-the-scenes secrets of airline pilots. Uh So that's going to be really important to listen to. Uh, It's... uh, kind of different than what Neil has done, so we're kind of looking forward to hearing all about it. He's got a great program ready for us. And, then and Dorothy, with, yes. Dorothy, I'm going to tell one of my secrets, and I want uh, Mike and Jim Holder to tell one or two or more secrets that you have in the cockpit. Aha! <laughs> See what yeah. I mean, folks? Do they, yeah. do they have to be redacted? Yeah. <laughs> well, you better pass it by us if it needs to be redacted. On the air, it's called dead air time. We're going to need a bleep button. Yeah, a bleep button. So, like I said, folks, it's going to be quite different. So be sure to listen in. And then the following week, of course, we're going to be honoring our veterans. Uh, and that's something we always want to do every year because they mean so much to all of us. Um, and following after that in November, we're going to have airplane ditching, and that's going to be another one that's going to be very interesting uh, to hear. So uh, that's what we have for Monday nights, but we'll be back here on Thursday night. We ha- ha- I mean, Thursday afternoon. We have our next recording artist will be Reba McIntyre. So we're looking forward to listening to that. And as usual, it's at 3.30 in the afternoon at every Thursday. We have our programs that Neil and Don put together for Eastern Airlines Music and History. So be sure to join us each week as that's where we'll be. We'll be right here on our show and we can't wait to have you join us. Back to you, uh, John. Okay, thanks, Dorothy. Well, folks, that's our show for this week, and we hope you are enjoying the artists we have been playing of the greatest recording artists during the Eastern Years series. We enjoy spinning them on the Eastern turntable. Make sure you join us next Thursday when we select another great singer with his or her songs along with a little Eastern sprinkled in. You know, keeping in touch with the family is uh, Eastern family informed is of the greatest importance to this radio show. And we look forward every week sharing the memories, music, and stories of our great airline with the world. And we are broadcast all over the world. Do you have a story or memory you'd like to share with our Eastern family? A story like the one Neil read today was written by an Eastern employee. We certainly like to hear from you, a story you would like to share. The Eastern Radio Show would like to broadcast it during one of our shows, either you sharing your memory live during the broadcast or send it to us and we'll broadcast your story on the air. You can send your request to host at EALradioshow.com. That's host at EALradioshow.com. And we'll tell you what you need to do to have it heard on the show. Until next time, 
This is Don Gagnon, and on behalf of our producer, Captain Neil Holland, and my lovely wife, Dorothy, we sign off by playing this beautiful song by Merle Haggard. So long, Houston family. We love you. Well, Don, before we play that song, I want to play this one because I saw it on my producer's board, and I liked it the first time we played it a few weeks ago, and I hope you enjoy it. And then we'll come right in with Merle Haggard to sign off for the rest of the show. So I hope you enjoy this song because it is, in fact, all about our memories. Once there was a neighborhood street Handlebars, bicycle seats A house full of love A great place to grow Once upon a long time ago If only I could go back again To mom and dad and all of my friends I would feel safe with the people I know From once upon a long time ago I'll never fly off to Neverland I'll never travel in time I can do is the best I can and go there in my mind. So I close my eyes, imagine I'm there, hide and seek musical chairs, hot summer nights and the cool winter snow from once upon a long time ago I smile as I look back on roads I've crossed traveling down memory lane but without all of those that I loved and lost life is not the same For all the good times I can recall To all I've loved God bless you all The happiest moments That I'll ever know Were once upon A long time ago
Don, you got something? No. Who who was singing that song? I'll, I knew you would ask me. I'll have to look it up. I'll tell you uh, again. The first All part right. sounds like We're no All right, let's listen to her. They're taking you away. Thank you so much. Oh, that, that was, was beautiful. It was a lot of Thank fun, Thank you. Yeah, good show. Thank you, Mike, for joining us. Yeah, it's a pleasure. See you next week, Mike. <laughs> Don't okay. See you next week. Okay. Yes, Bye. Take a treat. Take care. See you Monday night. <laughs> See you Monday Hello. night. Bye. Thank, Thank you, folks. Thank you. Bye-bye.